and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. My name is Farah, I'm your host, and today's episode is all about intuition. And using my intuition as a guide has literally changed everything in my life and has allowed me to live in more alignment and with more ease in everything that I do. So it's definitely something that fuels me as I'm passionate about and I'm so excited to be able to share some things that I use to help cultivate my intuition, to be able to gain more trust and just that inner knowing and wisdom and allowing it to flow through me and to also share it with the people around me. So let's go ahead and dive in. So if you've never heard of intuition, which I guess is completely possible, intuitive like pings or just even listening to your intuition is honestly rooted in neuroscience. So it's using the right side of your brain, your more creative um, and more intuitive nature instead of the logical, rational mind based in data or facts. So it's kind of that thing where you do something and you don't really know why you're doing it, but you feel like you should. And there's this like inner, I call it the inner knowing, um, and it just comes through and then you take action on it and it pans out and you're not really sure why. And there's no previous history of it making sense or, you know, but there was a reason why you followed that gut instinct or it could be instinctual and it ended up working out in your favor. So I've always been a very intuitive person when I was younger. I, I remember like I was a big party girl and I remember going out, I was at a party Obviously, people were drinking, underage drinking. Surprise. <laughs> um, and I was out, and I just had this weird gut feeling. I was like, I feel like I should leave. So I left. That night, cops got called to everyone, like, got uh, DUIs, or got um, MIPs, minors in possession. And that wasn't the only time. This would come up on a regular basis. Actually, when I was um, in a really bad tubing accident in high school, I remember right before we had that, right before the accident occurred, I was like, I want to get off of the inner tube. And the, they were like, oh, fair, just one more ride, one more ride. Everyone's like this. I was like, no. And I literally got off the tube, started swimming towards it. And they were like, fair, stay on the inner tube. You have one more ride and then you'll be done. So they did this. And I ended up getting a terrible concussion, ripped off my entire face. It was awful. It was like literally horrendous. And so those are examples of when I followed my intuition and when I didn't follow my intuition. And I have like, first things first is you have to understand how your intuition speaks to you. So there is this kind of like reaction, like there's a lot of clairs as they call it. And it's kind of, some would say like psychic abilities. I also just think of it as intuitive, um, like collaborators and how your either your spirit guides or your soul or your intuition on a very like broad scale speaks to you. So some people like clairvoyant, that's like the more common one that gets brought up. And that means they actually like see images and that they like kind of come through and it's not like they're like seeing things all over the place, but I think it's like lights. I don't have this, but this is what I've heard from people that I've spoken to that have. It's images that appear either in dreams or it comes up while they're walking or they'll see kind of like a bright light or auras or things like this. Um, like I'm clear audience. So I'll actually receive messages and like downloads where I can journal and like speak through in that way. And you know, I don't always understand it. I definitely am still learning how to navigate that and to be a conduit for my intuition to come through. Um, one of the most common ways for me that and how I exercise it now is when I'm teaching yoga. I will actually just allow myself to speak very candidly and just fluidly. And I don't really know where it's coming from, but every time that I'm really synced up and I'm able to communicate in this way, people come up to me after class and they're like, wow, like 
I that's exactly what I needed to hear. I don't know how you knew to say that or why you brought that up or why you phrase it in that way, but that really like resonated with me. And this has come up more and more as time has gone on or even in conversations in different ways. I'll just be sitting there and I'm like, you know, I feel like I need to go up this person and say something, say this to them. And I honestly, I don't know why I do this. I do this more often than you would think. Um, and it always rings true. It always gets validated when I actually speak to them. And sometimes, you know, I might be off or it's like there's a one-off where it doesn't come through. Or maybe they're not ready to hear it. And honestly, that's what I usually come to the conclusion of. But who knows? And I would say that those are the moments where I'm able to connect with them. I'm able to share something with them. And, who, and that's the part where do I rationally know where this is coming from? I think it's my soul. I think it's, you know, the, the essence of me that's existed for thousands of years that has, you know, come back multiple times in different reincarnations. And that has this inner knowing, or it could be spirit guides, it could be angels that are looking out for me, or it's a conduit of love, of spirit, of um, God, whatever you want to connect it with. So I think there's a lot of broad ways that you can identify with this, but I think at the end of the day, it's this like knowing or clairsentience, this knowing that you have within you, and then you act on it. And there's so many different possibilities for um, methods to be able to strengthen this over time. So I'm going to kind of talk about the ways that I personally like to strengthen my intuition and what's been really useful for me. But I think first and foremost is understanding how you communicate with your intuition and how it can be like the best way for you to be able to, to guide you so that it's as seamless as possible. And the more that you practice this, the more that you strengthen it over time, it becomes almost instant. And I would say at this point, I'll know within you know two seconds and I have certain phrases like <laughs> this might sound crazy but like uh when I get dressed in the morning it uses intuition exercise I honestly everything I do based off is based off of intuition but I'll you know be standing there and like okay what color do I want to wear today and I'll just like grab a color and then I'll usually and then or even I'll be looking in my closet and I'll be like look to the left and then I'll look to the left and I'll find something and then bingo is like my word right now so it's like bingo and that means it's spot on that means it's the right pick and then there's just like this like overall relief that comes over my body and I'm very like visceral so I feel a lot and so I have like a very um a, like a physical reaction when things are positive for me or when they're in alignment and so I'll feel that on an energetic level and then also then I'll be able to kind of get these messages that come through very concisely very quietly always rooted to compassion and love and uh, i think that that's also this like identification of whether your intuition is speaking or your ego is speaking and i you know a lot of times people when they talk about the ego they speak about it in a negative light and i think our egos are designed and are evolutionarily developed in order to protect us from harm so i think there's a reason why our into it or our egos speak to us or guide us you know and typically they are rooted in lack or in fear um but again this is to prevent us from getting eaten by a lion or you know like for these other things to occur within our lives that have maybe put us in danger or even the human race in danger in the past so we're able to learn and that's why our brains are actually developed in order to identify negative experiences and remember them on a more constant and vivid scale because it's actually designed evolutionary for us to not do it again so it's like when we were in this place we remember everything because that's when you know we our lives were threatened when we were in harm's way the sad thing about 
today's day and age is that we feel that we are in intense danger when an email comes in that threatens our livelihood. You know, so then you are rec rec I'm recognizing that these things are coming through and there's so many things that could be triggering us on a day-to-day -day basis that we're not even fully aware of, but that will definitely play a part and can really hinder you from really living a full life because of that fear. So we tend to stay small, we tend to not take risk, we tend to, um, you know, when we feel like we're going to get ostracized or not be accepted by people, we don't want to stand out, we want to fit in, because we feel that if we don't fit in, if we're not accepted, then we, our lives are in danger. Because, again, evolutionarily, a human race has, collaboration has been essential for our survival. And so to feel ostracized or be left out could technically put us in harm's way. And I think that connection is key for true happiness. So I definitely validate that. I feel that on a very deep level and recognize that within myself that I definitely like to be a part of like a small, like a group, a circle of friends and family and to have those relationships are very important to me. But at the same time, it doesn't, I try not to let it hinder me from living through a, my life's purpose and my unique way to be able to share my thoughts and my feelings in a very authentic level. And it's not always accepted, it's not always understood, but I recognize and I'm true to myself. And I think that that is the reason why we're put on this earth. We're put on this earth to be able to share our truths, our story, our gifts with the world around us. And the only way you can do that is if you understand yourself and you take risks and you put yourself out there. But I think that the, and I believe, and this is why my intuitions become so key for me, is that I use my intuition as a guide to be able to share my story, to be able to share, speak, to speak from my heart with others in order to connect on a deeper level. And then also it's a possibility for me to be able to follow those hunches when it comes to work, when it comes to different communications, to for me teaching yoga, for me like even navigating my path, relationships, everything. It guides everything that I do. And when I follow that and I trust that instinctual reaction that I know in my heart is true, it always pans out. So, ba 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 ba. Fast forward a little bit. But understand how your intuition speaks to you and give yourself the freedom to be able to exercise it. It's a skill. It's a strength. It's a muscle that you have to build over time. And so building trust, being able to recognize those signals that when they come through and to be able to act on them in a moment's notice is essential for you to be able to gain a deeper understanding of how to use your intuition as a conduit for the divine and to be able to share what you're meant to share in the moment then you're supposed to share it because I can't believe I can't even you know believe how many times for years that I would feel something I want to share something and I would hold my back from saying it because I'm like that sounds weird that's so random or like doesn't make sense or I was driving home and I was going to take a left turn and I was like I never take a left turn why would I take a left turn and there's a huge traffic jam in front of me but if I would have taken the left turn I would have gone around it and I would have missed it so there's our minds try to in, interject and be like, no, 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 don't do that. That doesn't make sense. That's not rational. That's not logical. So you follow kind of what has been the truth in the past or what you typically do or the routine that you normally follow. And then that's where we get stuck in ruts. That's where we become stagnant because we're just doing the same thing over and over instead of growing, instead of blooming, instead of leaning into that next version of who we're meant to be. And sometimes spreading our wings 
has some growing pains, has like, and you might fly away from the nest for a while, you know, but there's a reason why. And if you don't listen to that, and if you don't trust that, it's only going to hinder you from really being the version of you that you're meant to be within this life. And that's something that I've absolutely recognized is true and have been multiple times where I haven't wanted to make changes because I was scared. I was scared shitless. Like, I literally was scared to death that, like, if I did what I felt in my heart I knew I needed to do, I would put myself in danger. And thankfully, I have not, you know, I would say, you know, nine times out of ten, it always leads me to water, you know. It always leads me to the pasture that I've been looking for. The treasure that I was seeking that I had to have courage I had to have faith that it was going to pan out and that I know that I knew what I needed to do and that I was able to do it and when I acted on that and when I've and now this has become such a practice for me that I've done for the last 10 plus years that there's no question in my mind when my intuition speaks I know exactly what it's guiding me to do I listen and I trust and I, it's brought me to this place in my life to where I would have never imagined possible and I am over the moon grateful. I just had my birthday this week, it's gonna make me cry. I'm so grateful for my life. And <clears throat> there's so many things that could have hindered me from acting on what I knew in my heart I needed to do. But because I trusted myself and continue to trust myself, I know I'm on my path. And I have amazing people that surround me, that support me that I am able to speak about these things with that are also living them, their lives in this way and we all support each other on a collective front. And because we're able to do that, we're all living our best lives. <coughs> Excuse me. Living your best life, but for real, but for real. <laughs> and, and this past week has been so incredible and I was just like a year ago, I don't know if I would have ever imagined this to be true. I don't know if I've ever imagined this to be possible. And now that it is, I'm so grateful that I trusted myself to move forward in the way, the direction that I knew I needed to. But it was scary as fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you, it was scary a lot of times, and a lot of times I didn't know how it was gonna work out. I didn't. But I knew that if I just kept trusting myself, if I kept leaning in, if I kept listening, that I would end up exactly where I was meant to be. And I am. And I'm really, I feel really fortunate that that's, that's my life. And I think that's really easy to allow ourselves to stay small because we're afraid of how big we can be. And, but we're meant to be big. You know, we're far more afraid of our light than we are darkness. It's easy to stay small, it's easy to stay hidden. But when we give ourselves permission to really bloom, to be able to be set free, the whole world opens up around you. And it's a beautiful thing. So my other tip is to find your flow, to be able to find ways to exercise creativity and to move into flow and into presence and in all that you do. Because when you're in flow, and you've probably experienced this while you're playing sports, or maybe you've, um, you know, like while you're creating something. If, so finding something that aligns you with your creative nature is absolutely pivotal in order to be able to kind of get us out again out of the logical mind out of the left side of our brain and moving into our right side of our brain so albert einstein i read his biography it's one of my favorite books of all time and one thing he would always do is especially when he was working on like a very complex mathematical problem is he would play the violin 
is he said it allowed him to just be more creative and to think out of the box about whatever problem he was trying to solve. And I would say that this comes through for me a lot within practicing yoga. So I love practicing yoga. I love just breathing, fluidly moving, and just seeing naturally what comes up and how I kind of like maneuver within my body and within my breath and that that gives me an opportunity to break up stagnant energy and also just to lean into my body. I tend to be very in my head on a regular basis, which is a terrible thing. Uh, and I overanalyze things and I just like think about things a lot. And so, and this was the case for most of my life until I found yoga. And then yoga was my only time where I turned off my brain. And I also then leaned into different practices of presence, the power of now by Eckhart Tolle, hands down one of my favorite books of all time. And really it's just about like, what do you have control over? What can you pay attention to? What's right in front of you? And so even just having days where I don't have a preset schedule of places I need to be. So I'm able to just really be present all day and lean into my intuition and be like, okay, what do I want to do today? Where do I want to go? What's next? Where do like, how am I living my life? Instead of me and my mind being like, okay, I have X, Y, Z to do. I have to get this there at this time. I have to then get here at this point. And everything's so regimented that it really gives me no freedom to be able to kind of flow. And some days that's necessary for me. I'm actually very um, detail-oriented to, to a little bit of a, a negative extent. And so for me, sometimes it's good for me to have a schedule or some structure because then it gives me the freedom to be able to flow from there. So if I have these set things I need to do, then I also know that I have an hour in between where I can have a break and I can go walk, go for a walk, and then like just intuitively walk around, see where it takes me to be able to listen to music or to be able to dance or just like flow in some way. Again, where we turn off our mind with what we should do or how this should look or what we, you know, should be. And we're just allowing ourselves to just be and to really see what comes up for us. So having whatever practice you have that might be getting into the body and somatic healing in some way, maybe it's playing basketball, maybe it's, again, a lot of artists, I really feel that they get kind of tapped in into their intuition and that's how they create a lot of art. Um, if that's within painting, if that's within music, um, whatever, what have you. Um, you know, creating a clay-like pot um, ceramics, like there's so many ways that we can access this and I think it's really unique per person. So finding whatever works for you, aligning with that, utilizing it on a regular basis so that it becomes a part of your spiritual practice. And there, it doesn't have to necessarily be like meditation. I do encourage most people to do meditation. Meditation is always my number one suggestion for people, mostly because it allows us to identify as the observer instead of our thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. And I think sometimes people forget that. So like, especially when we're in fear or if we're in a reactive place, that's really easy for us to just like want to like tell ourselves what we need to do or like even like allow the fear to be able to guide us instead of trusting ourselves to know what to do. And so meditation gives us that opportunity to, to slow it down, to quiet a little bit so that our intuition is able to speak. Because I think a lot of times our intuition is really quiet. It's very, you know, timid because it's, you, we have to slow down. We have to pause. We have to go within to be able to access it. 
And that's the beauty of it because then when we're slowing down, we're more present, we're more available, we're more receptive. We're leaning into that more receptive nature, that more feminine nature. And then that's when we are able to get that input and have that be our main point of direction to be able to be the map that we're following. So I also say into or meditation is important for that way, just the summer to slow down the chatter. Um, yoga Chitta Vritti Narodi is one of my favorite um, yoga sutras and says yoga calms the fluctuations of the mind. So to be able to slow down our minds, to be able to breathe, to be able to pause, to be able to just be so that we're able to receive, right? And um, that, so yoga has definitely been influential in my life in so many different ways. And I've also had amazing teachers that have helped guide me and also recognize that I wasn't the only person that was trying to follow my intuition. I wasn't the only person that was reading spiritual texts and sacred, um, you know, messages from different teachers that have been around for thousands of years. This is not new. <laughs> Following your intuition is not a new concept, okay? <laughs> I'm going to start you, start there. Like, first and foremost, intuition and Buddhist teachings and Hinduism. And it's so interesting to be able to be around different cultures because intuition is so much more of a commonplace thing within so many other cultures or following karma or recognizing like i was in bali and it was like everyone followed karma everyone was just trying to do the best and they, they recognized that if they did something harmful that was going to come back to them you know but then if they also did a good deed if they helped they supported they were of service that that would also come back to them and that's just the way of life and i find it fascinating because i think we're so bombarded by um, expectations by you know social media by consumerism especially within the US that we're always trying to fit the mold of who we think we should be or who someone else is that we lose touch with who we are and so I think that all of these practices and following your intuition aligns you with who you really are and to be able to be that expression within the world is the greatest gift that you can give yourself and the people around you because you are unique you are here with a certain alignment of gifts of talents of skills that just naturally come to you and there's a reason why you have them there's a reason why you live and you are who you are so when we are able to tap into our intuition we're able to make decisions from that place then we're able to be able to live in that place of purpose to be able to share to be able to give back in the way that we were designed to that we were meant to and that's when everything falls into place and you can find that true joy and fulfillment within your life and I would say, again, this has been a journey for me. This is not automatic. I've always been intuitive, but it wasn't that it was definitely something I had to cultivate. I had to practice it. I had to build on it. And there's been points where I've been super attunitive. Things are in flow, spot, bop, 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 bop. And then there's other days where everything's going to fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> there's also some bad days, but that's usually when I'm not doing my practices. I'm not meditating. I'm not practicing yoga. I'm not you know, kind of tapping into myself. I'm not doing these intuitive walks or these times where I just kind of follow my intuition, let it guide me. I'm too in my masculine. I'm powering through. I'm getting shit done. I'm working. I'm focused. I'm like, I'm like reviewing financial documents on a regular basis. I'm writing contracts. I'm like not like negotiating. Like I have so many different facets of my life and, but to find my balance of them, I've really been able to integrate ways for me to be able to use my intuitive nature on a right like on a daily basis in order to continue to strengthen it because i recognize that that's how i operate and that's how i best operate and live in my place of my highest self 
And that's truly how I serve, not only myself to, so that I'm able to be happy and content, but also the people around me and especially my daughter. So all of those things said, like find your practices, meditate if possible, if you're willing to, even one or two minutes can make a big difference. Learn how your intuition communicates with you. Be able to strengthen that, begin to understand it, and to be able to parse through what works and what doesn't work. And the other thing is really write down your hunches. If you have a dream about something and it comes to intuition, like, that's some validation, you know? When we get validated by these hunches, when things, like, do work out, it reminds us that we are on the right path. We are, that this does work. Like this can be a way that we navigate our lives if we continue to cultivate it and we trust, you know, developing the trust within yourself is the most important thing. And that's not just for like finding your intuition, but that's just like in general, trusting yourself allows you to be able to live from a place of confidence, of self-assuredness. And to be able to like just lean into that and all that you do in your relationships, in your way, your communication style and like your career, like all of it will sync up and the beauty will unfold right in front of you in ways you probably could have never imagined once you really start to notice it and pay attention to it. So write down your hunches, start noticing things like, I feel like I need to do this. Let's, I'm going to write about it. Let's see what happens. And then a week later, it's like, I did this and then this is what happened. Take that action. About that action, boss. I know, Marshawn Lynch. Shout out Marshawn Lynch. But like, be about it, you know? Understand it, listen to it, act on it. And then the execution of it confirms with the universe that you're ready, that you're willing to do it, that you're willing to take risks, that you're willing to put yourself out there, that you're willing to be who you really are no matter the reaction of the world around you. And that's a really scary place, so I get that, and I know it's not easy, and it's definitely been something that I've, I'm constantly battling, but at the same time, I would say the rewards, the juice is worth the squeeze. The rewards far outweigh any of the consequences, especially when you're living your truth. It really does. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you just being here, for you listening. I hope this was useful. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please let me know what you, how you're, how you like to strengthen your intuition, how you stay in touch with yourself, how you continue to cultivate this within your life. And it just would be really interesting to hear what other people have to say because I don't, I think everyone's journey and path is unique. So I'm sharing these things because this is what's resonated with me. But I would love to hear what works for you because I think the way that you cultivate this and how you continue to grow within your intuition is going to be a very unique situation and like love it go for it let's do it and let's all collectively help one another as we pursue it because i think the more and more that we activate our intuitions the more and more we trust on that the more and more we all become in more alignment with that collective energy, with that universal force that's really moving through us and connecting all of us. Let your magnetic energy, it's real. Like it's also science, it's physics. So like when you sync up with that, you're able to believe that it's true. You have that knowing, you attract. Instead of chasing, instead of grasping, instead of reaching, everything flows to you, but with action and with trust, right? I love you. Thank you for being here. If you want to follow along on my journey, check out my Instagram at Ferrachino, F-E-R-R-A-H-C-H-I-N-O. 
You can also check out my coaching website, coachingwithfair.com. We'd love to be able to have an exploration call with you if you're interested in kind of navigating your own intuition and learning how to have a deeper connection with it. Definitely have a few other tips and things. And also we're able to work through what is unique for you, what works for you, and to how to continue to build upon that over time while having an accountability partner to help you along the way. I love it. It's something I'm passionate about. It's something that I has truly changed my life for the better. And I hope that it also helps you. And I just want to be here to support. Talk to you soon.